Right, I'd like <coughs> I'd like today to explain the Gemara the Gemara statement that a woman says Tav of Tandum of Armalu. The Gemara says that it's the nature of a woman <coughs> uh, to be happier, to be quicker to compromise when it comes to who she marries. A woman feels Tavla Mesif Tamdu. She's willing to accept, Gemara doesn't say she's willing to accept someone with, with bad needs, but she's willing to accept a Manuvel, a Mokashrin, somebody who has uh, physical ailments more than a man is willing. And the Gemara says it categorically, it's a halacha, Nafkaminis Ladina, that by a woman, she's more willing to accept, uh, to accept compromises. Uh, I once heard the explanation that uh, a woman needs his chabrus more than a man. A woman's nature is his chabrus, his connection. A man likes to have his space, his spidedus, because everything goes by the tzilat sabriya. In the beginning of the bria, Adam was alone, man was alone. When woman was created, the first minute she was created, she was already with somebody. She was never alone. So it's the nature of a woman to be more of a mace of tandu to want to have a connection with somebody. So I'd like to declare, and this is what I want to come back to, is what do Chazal mean? Like who's normal and who's strange? Where says women are like this and men are like that. So what does that mean? One, one of them obviously is from objective terms, from the Rabbi Shalom standpoint, from the Tanam standpoint, the Gemara is saying, women are strange, tabla mesim tandu. Or is the Gemara saying, no, women are normal, they're tabla mesim tandu. It's men that are strange. What's the, uh, what's the Havana in this analysis that the Gemara says about women? And uh, my, my goal is to come back to it. I'd like to start by looking a little at the Shadduchim in the parasha and uh, hopefully I'll remember sometimes I give shirim I forget to come back to what I started with but then I always tell people I assume everyone's brilliant enough to, to understand the follow-up <clears throat> and this week's parasha we have the Shidduch of Yitzchak and uh, obviously Yitzchak dated like the Chesidim date he didn't date her it was an arranged marriage was, uh, he trusted Avram and Avram trusted Eliezer a bunch of people trusting and without dating the Shaduchim it seems even the Kedushin happened without their meeting and uh, apparently the Torah is endorsing at least for Bali Madrega that uh, this method of dating of having someone find, find the Shaduch for you certainly saves a lot of time and effort at least on the part of the, the chassan, but that, that's what seems to be said here in the Torah, that, that that's really the best way. But one minute. Then, we have Yaakov Avin who finds a shidduch. But Yaakov, Yaakov did it our way. He didn't do it see the shidduch. Rivka didn't say, alright, time for you to get married, uh, we're going to send somebody to find you a wife. But Yaakov went, and uh, he looked for a wife himself. And so it seems that Yitzchak did it Chassidish way. Or Avram decided to do it for Yitzchak that way. 
and Yaakov did it uh, the way of dating, meeting a woman and uh, it says that you have Yaakov and Rachel before they got married there was an Abba between them and then they, and then they got married wasn't a technical? what? wasn't it because couldn't leave Eretz Yisrael? it was, maybe it was because Yisrael couldn't leave Eretz Yisrael so it was really the best way to date and uh, Yisrael was stuck they could have brought the girl back for him to date you know, so. well let's see the outcome so what happened? was it better did it work out better Yitzchak's way or Yaakov's way? well Yitzchak's way there was extraordinary siyata d'shmaya that's the whole passion Yitzchak's way like everything bang bang you know Terankilo Vadaber and Rivka Yitzchak and the whole thing bang bang was a tremendous siyata d'shmaya so Yitzchak's way you see a lot of siyata d'shmaya Yaakov's way got all messed up Right, he had a different woman under the chuppah at the end of the story like he did all his effort to, to find the right one and then uh, you know just as anything it's not good for him that Leia was at least uh, Roy to be one of the Yemais imagine if Leia would have been the, uh, you know, an Asaph compatible woman and Lovon would have stuck Yaakov with her it seems that Yitzchak's way there was tremendous in the way it worked out and Yaakov's way seems to have backfired and uh, the Torah telling us exactly it's, uh, it seems to be saying that whatever Ishtadlis you put in it doesn't uh, what happens at the end you end up under the chuppah with the person you know you're holy we see it a lot of times people put all their Ishtadlis into getting a certain type of Shidduch and then by the time they get to the chuppah it's a totally different type of Shidduch because if God wants it to be the other Shidduch and he switches her on you without love and just, you know, somehow you get caught up in it. It's a, to understand the message of, of Yitzhak Shiddath, and Yaakov Shiddath takes a certain amount of effort. Uh, certainly, the goal of dating is to get to know the woman that you're going to marry. The goal of dating is to be makir, the person that you're marrying. And if a lot of effort is put in, into getting to know her beforehand, certainly after marriage, uh, it would be important to try to get to know her. The problem is with women is they keep on changing. Like you date her, and then when you get married, you find out that uh, she has glasses too, and she doesn't she doesn't come with makeup on her 24 hours a day automatically, and sometimes she's grumpy also, like. The whole purpose of dating is getting to know her. It's a little bit of a, uh, it's a little bit of a fake story, because at the end it doesn't, uh, it doesn't really seem to come out that way. The side I want to share with you is that there, there are two types of ava between a man and a woman. One is the ava of lechtech achray b'midbar veretz lezerua, very romantic. Uh, exciting type of ava, meaningful type of ava. You had this avas klulasayach, the ava of a kala. It's a type of an ava that's um, involves a certain amount of excitement, a new experience, a new kashras and the devotion uh, one, one, one accepts the other one 
it's the call it the romantic stage or the stage where, where people get to know each other doesn't make all that much sense I mean you know I have, have a daughter she lives in my house for almost 20 years and she met this guy he knew him a couple of months and now she's in Israel with him you know, he got married and she's in Eretz Yisrael like, she met him you know a few months later she's going to go to Eretz Yisrael with him it's 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 a certain ava of a beginning of a relationship there's a certain amount of I don't like the word excitement because excitement is a bad word there's a certain amount of newness of his kashras change is an ava that's related to change and it's a real ava it's the ava that most people look for in dating, developing a kesha with, with another person there's a second type of ahava which I would call a batach balei vala batach balei vala is not change, it's the opposite of change is an ava that involves a new relationship a change the ava dating, getting engaged a certain type of ava but the Ava of marriage is a totally different Ava. It's an Ava of Botach Balei Bala, an Ava of sort of old friends, reliable friends. You can rely on each other. It's, uh, it's the Rabbi Sponis Asuchayel, Vatolis Akulana. It's the experience of, of having an experience together. And as time goes on, that relationship becomes more. That ava is an initial ava. It's an ava of change, of development, developing a relationship. But it's not really what marriage is about. It's what dating is about. Marriage is about is about What does it mean? It means that a, a person knows he has a certain fault, and he's confident the person he married is okay with it. He's reliable. He's going to put up with it. It's the opposite of the, the first or the, the dating is you hide all your faults. And the marriage is that you rely on each other to, to accept each other's faults. We find in the Gemara, in the beginning of Rachis, a machloikis, how to describe the Rabbi Shalom's avatars. And the machloikis is on Dafyur Aleph, it's in the form of the nusach of the bracha of the second bracha of Berchus Kriyashma whether you say Ava Rabba or Ava Seilam um, by Marav I think everyone says Ava Seilam by Shachri it's different in Hagim Mishabura says to say Ava Rabba by Shachri it's Ava Seilam by, by Marav the Sidurim have different things some Sidurim made it a nusach of Nusachar Nusach Ashkenaz Machlaikis which I don't think it is Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But it's a machlaik in the Gemara. It's machlaik is if the nusach is Ava Rabba or Ava Sailam, what's the difference? It's these two things. Ava Rabba is the Lachtechach Rabba Midba. Ava Rabba means a big Ava. A big Ava, a large Ava, an incredible Ava. It's an Ava which is measured, I don't know how you measure Ava, but if you can measure it, it's a lot. Avas Eilam is something else. Avas Eilam means an eternal Ava. The Ava of getting to know each other, of change, of developing, is only, is not eternal. 
people are married 10, 20, 30 years they're not there's no developing Ahava it's an existing Ahava it's an Ahava Soilam it's a Batach Balei Balo it's a totally different type of Ahava so that really the Machloik is there in the Gemara about how to describe Akadish Baruch's Ahava to Kla Yisrael Ahava Rabba Achtonu Hashem Alekeinu the relationship it's sort of Parshas Boy and Bishalach and Yisrael is Ahava Rabba Makis, the going out of Mitzrayim, the Kriyas Yamsuf, and that entire, that's Avarava. It shows a tremendous amount of Ava. That's how relationships start. Avasailam is a Nitzvah Ava. It's the Ava in the Golas, Sakadish Barakus, Tixvaklai Yisrael, in the Golas, throughout the, all the difficulties in the Golas. That's Avasailam. It's a Nitzvah Ava. Now, what I'd like you to realize is that in every marriage you have these two stages these two stages there's the Avarabha of the initial initial relationship the Avarabha the developing Ava the Ava where excited to get notes from each other or whatever it is that, that makes the Avarabha and that doesn't stay, it can't stay it's not possible for it to stay because you can't marry somebody and have a changing, evolving relationship all the time it's just how, how much can you evolve how much, how excited for how long can you be excited you know, there's a certain time where there's the stability, the patach balei bala type of stability which means basically that the ava of the dating relationship it's not the nitzvistic ava. It's not. It's not what makes a marriage. At some point, it has to change. The Mishabura says, "You say ava rabba by shachris and ava soylom by marriage." It's not the Mishabura. Mishabura brings it. It's the the place can say it. Why? Shachris day. It's the time the sun is shining. Day is a symbol of geula. We say by, by day we say Tzur Yisrael, Kuma Bez Yisrael, Fdechenu Mechu Yudav Yisrael. We talk about Mashiach times. Fdechenu Mechu Yudav Yisrael. Day is a time of or of zmicha, of happiness. Ava Rabba is fine. And things are going well. Night is a time of Chayshech, a time of Golos. We don't say Tzur Yisrael. We say Venemak Yifada Hashem Esiaki Bugolim Yachazak Mimenu. We don't talk about Mashiach times. We talk about difficulties, Baruch HaTashem, Gal Yisrael. The night davening is the davening of Golos. In Golos, Avarabah doesn't do it. When you go through difficult times, the Avarabah, the Lestech the excitement, it doesn't, it doesn't cut it, it doesn't, doesn't get you anywhere. When things are more difficult, you need the, you need the Avasailam, you need the reliability of, uh, of relying one and the other. By night, it's emes vemuna, and emes viyatsit. It's emes vemuna. It's emuna. It's faith. But afalevala is faith. So that it's really olive bays that the ava that people have to have, that couples have to have, good friends would have it as well. David Yehoshua's type of ava is a but afalevala, not an excitement type of ava, but a good old rely on me, reliable. Shutfis, it's really a shutfis of a man and his wife. 
if a relationship doesn't get to the second step, it's doomed. It's doomed. Any relationship that's based on excitement, you know, you can get excited, but at some point, you know, the World Series is over and there's nothing to be excited about, nothing to talk about. You want to lost. You know, the excitement is during the period of excitement. After the excitement is done, there's always a time where it goes flat. And the question is whether someone can survive that. Now, the best example for this is the Mordechai in the beginning of Ksubis. I think we learned Ksubis at some point. I learned it with you. Now, the first Mordechai in Ksubis talks about a chasen kala during their, their engagement, during the Kedushim before the Nesuin, uh, whether they're allowed to be together in the same chatzim. Yichud is certainly, except in Yehuda, they would not be yachid chasen kala, but the Mordechai there said that a chasen kala before chuppah should not stay together in the same chatzim. And the reason he gave uh, maybe they're going to get sick of each other. That's what Marfa says. They, 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 they're holding after Kedusha, before Chuppah, still living in their father's house. It's sort of an equivalent of engagement. During engagement, don't get overexposed to each other. They might get sick of each other. So anybody reads that, Mordechai asks, like if they're going to get sick of each other, they should find out before they get married. Like why? You don't want them to be overexposed, they get sick of each other. Isn't it better to find out before the chuppah? <coughs> After the chuppah? The understanding of the Mordechai is that during the period of Avarabha, it has to stay Avarabha. When, when people get engaged, and we tell them not to be overexposed to each other. Why? Because when you're engaged, it's, it's a relationship that 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 moves uphill. You don't want it to plateau when you're holding it that stage. When you get married, it plateaus memela. The whole idea of marriage is is to get to a, a relationship that you can sustain. It's a different relationship. It's a it's an asylum relationship. This is the the kuda of difference. Uh, between the two, the Avaraba and the Avasailam, the difference between the two relationships is just that relationship. Is that just that difference? Tavla Mesif Tandum. What's Tavla Mesif Tandum? That uh, a woman, it's okay, he's a manuvel, manuvel doesn't mean like in Yiddish, a manuvel. It means he has physical uh, ailments. A woman is more willing to take it than a man. Man, uh, bothers him more if a woman has has uh, physical deformities. So let me ask you. Let's say I have a couple. They marry ten years, and then one of them gets some type of a physical ailment. Is there a danger they're going to get divorced? They're going to get divorced over it. If the marriage is bad anyway, maybe. If they have a good marriage, and one of them, Elainu, goes blind. One of them uh, has to be in a wheelchair. It doesn't cause a divorce. It causes a closer devotion. Closer devotion. So what's the chat? When they're dating, 
if one of them would, would be blind or in a wheelchair, the other one would run for the hills. You're not going to date a girl who's uh, blind in a wheelchair. And no one suggests you do. And when you're married, you know, when I was in my 30s, I had to have surgery on my leg. And the doctor told me I'm going to limp for the rest of my life. So I remember telling my wife, if this happened before we got engaged, your parents would have never let the shit go through. So, uh, so who's right? Who's right? So the answer is the same answer. It depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for the ava of an excitement of a lechtechach right by midbar, who's going to get excited if there's an ailment? If there's a physical deformity? It's not what you, it's not what you have in mind. But if the idea is a batach balei bala, uh, to be to have a shutfist with the other person so if I care if the other person has a, is lacking something so the fact that you can help the person while he's lacking that's everything that makes the kesher even stronger that really doesn't make it further. it makes a stronger kesher when somebody has something that they don't do well it doesn't have to be a physical deformity married to somebody and the person is not good at doing something and the other one sort of makes up for it it brings them closer not further the Tavlames of Tandum and Lames of Armalu is the Avasaimam. Is the Avasaimam. And uh, the Kpeda is a lack of Avarabha. What really counts? You tell me what really counts. It's an interesting line that Rashwab has in his. Uh, Spirish on, on the on the Siddur. He says it briefly, Tastavarov. He says by the brachas in the morning. He says when Hashem created Adam, it says Vayapel Hashem lekim tardema al haAdam vayishan agav. Just agav. Somebody brought me a set of svarim, the ksavim of Rav Leizer Gordon. So they reprinted it. So somebody bought me a set. So I wasn't going to go through all the Ksavim, but there was a section on Chumash, so I just quickly opened to the first piece. So I loved what I saw. It says, Vayapel Hashem Lekin Tardema Alo Adam Vayishan. It says, The first time that it's ever mentioned that somebody sleeps, it says, Vayapel. It's in the Fila. So sleeping is in the Fila for a human being. Sleeping is a horrible thing. Mamish is a beautiful part. It's, I've been saying all along. Right? Sleeping, it's a terrible xayra. It's a, one of the biggest mysteries of the Bria is that, that human beings have to sleep. The chaval, Ramesha Feinstein had to sleep hours a day. It's a chaval. It's a shame of the Rishon, Anyway, but that's not Rashwab's word. Rashwab's word, he says, Hashem put, put a tardema on Adam and it created chaval. So he writes a line. That it doesn't say anywhere in the Torah that Hashem ever woke Adam from the from that tardema, from that sleep. It doesn't say anywhere that he was awakened from it. Kilu, when a Kishbar created Chava from Adam and made this setup of husband and wife, there's a certain amount of tardema that continues, a certain amount of sort of lack of havana that continues. He doesn't explain what it is. He says that, as I said, Derech Agav. 
But uh, he does say the words that before uh, Adam was split from Chava, he had a Ria Bihira, he had a clear view of the world. And then the Tardema came. I would understand that it's this Tardema that really, if a man and a wife are one goof, so all they know is Avasailam. Your right hand and the left hand not excited about each other. They're together all the time. They rely on each other. The Tardema is this idea to be Makshiv, the Avarava, to be Makshiv, this whole uh, excitement business. That's a Tardema. That's a Tardema for a person. Even Avini Yasera went to the woman who doesn't have it as much. She's Tavla Mesif Tandu. At any rate, the point I want to make is that the ikr of a relationship is the avasalam aspect. The patach bala aspect, the idea that a husband and wife have to be people that are reliable one for the other. Chazal say, Ein isha Chazal say, that Ein isha You look for a wife, Look for someone that could just to help you raise children, make a family. There's a certain tardema when you date. There's a certain tardema. There's a certain you know, like you just met her three hours ago. You're not thinking about raising children with her, you know. Right now, you're just trying to see, you know, if she if she has a little common sense or uh, uh, that's the tardema. You know, Yitzchak's way is he send Eliezer, he send the shatran. It's the original way. You look for someone. Eliezer is not looking for excitement. Eliezer is looking for a good mitzvahistik shidduch for Yitzchakavina. That's what he's looking for. And, uh, you know, that's the way it was before the Tardema. The dating method allows for a certain... I don't talk about Yaakovavina in any negative way, but uh, it allows for a little bit of a... Uh, a need for an avaraba for this excitement, which is um, which is not exactly what married life is about, and that at the end is is a big part of the danger. It's a big part of the danger. The reason you date is to get to know a person. And it's very humbling that after you get married, you realize that uh, you just knew her a little bit beforehand. It's like the difference between going out and every time you go out, she puts on makeup and contact lenses. Uh, and then you get married and you find out that, uh, you know, she's a person like most people. And uh, she finds out the same about you. That, uh, you, you, were, you were on best behavior. You, know, you didn't advertise, hopefully, you didn't advertise all your failings. So this is the Nakuda. The Nakuda is this, uh, this, consistent, this consistency that's important in marriage. There's a Dovapella in the Parshiyas that we're learning, and it has really a message. The truth is, the first thing it says about Adam and Chava together is Vayeda Adam Chava Ishtai. The first thing it says is this idea of knowing, knowing your wife. Knowing her, wasn't he knowing her? That's what marriage is. You know, you date. And then you get married. Getting to know her. So it's, very, it's very interesting that in the parsha we find in Parsha Slechlecha, that uh, the first time a wife gets angry at her husband. Chamasi Alecha. 
He says that to who? Sarah says to Abraham, Chavasi Allah, I'm angry at you. So, you know, Yashua always writes, the first time something happens, that's an example forever and ever. So why is she angry at that Abraham? She's angry at Abraham because the Sati it's Hagar, I gave you Hagar, and then she has a child before me. Now, now I'm really upset. They don't know if I didn't have a child. Now Hagar has a child. Now, now I'm really upset. The Davapella, if you look two Psukim earlier, whose idea was this idea to give Hagar to Avram? Whose idea was it? It was Sarah's idea. Sarah's idea. It was Sarah's idea. Ramban says that Avram wasn't interested. What are you giving me? A, I didn't ask for another wife. I want to marry your maid. And Sarah said, Maybe I'll have some nachas from him. Avram didn't want it. It's a Davapella. If you're married men, you know this is the way it is, right? Right? She says, do it this way. And you say, I don't want to do it. She says, you got to do it this way. And you do it that way, it doesn't work. And she gets angry at you. Yeah. And it happens again, you realize. It happens again when uh, Leah gives uh, Zilpah to, uh, to Avram. And then the child God, Bar God. So Rashi brings. Rashi brings to Pshatim. But he says, Bar God, you abide it in me. You take, you take another wife? No, it's the same story. They said, what are you, Bar God, you rebelled against me. You have children from another lady? He wasn't interested. Yeah, I didn't ask for this lady. It was Leah. Leah said, the person said, Leah saw she stopped giving birth. So she said, uh, let me try a different way. And then Yaakov gets it. So what's the lesson? I mean, so it is that way you manage, right? You, you, take, you, take, it, uh, you take your knocks no matter what, but... Uh, The, uh, the answer is that part of the Batach Le'Balei Bala is to recognize, to have a hakara of what a wife is saying. Of what a wife is saying. I once read uh, a little, uh, little anecdote about the husband and wife are traveling. They're traveling, I don't know, from New York to, to Baltimore or something. And and the wife asked the husband, are you thirsty? You want to stop at the... Uh, uh, stop? She says, no, I'm not thirsty. So 20 minutes later, she asks him, are you thirsty? She says, no, I'm not thirsty. I'd rather just drive straight. Well, you know, half an hour later, she says, are you thirsty? She says, no, I'm not thirsty. Everything's fine. And then she starts crying. She says, you're so cruel. I asked you for a drink three times and you refused to stop. Three times you refused to stop. Who's right? So if you're married, you know that she's right. Because it's not what she says, it's what she means. You know, you ain't got to know... Uh, uh, you know, when you date, it doesn't work that way. But when you're, when you're married, it works that way. You know, so Sarai comes to, to Avram Avinu and says to, says to, to Avram, uh, So what she's saying? She's saying, marry Hagar? So Abraham says, okay, if you say so, I'm a good husband, I'll do what you say. She said, what she wanted. She wanted, she wanted Abraham to say, all right, I'll be playing on Shemayim, that I should have children from you. That's what she wanted. Not necessarily what she said. Anyway, the, the idea is this idea. The idea is that after all, all the things that happen, 
And it's all Siyata Dishmaya. I said Yitzchak was Siyata Dishmaya. Yaakov, whatever he planned didn't go, it didn't work. But that was good for the Siyata Dishmaya that he should marry Leah. He should marry Leah with your date. Plenty of times somebody from the outside, to you it seems normal, from the outside sees that, you know, God is twisting everything. You know, God is twisting everything to make, you know, it's the right one. The people you call for information are the ones that say nice things. And the other one is out of town when you call for information. And when it's the right one, you don't notice a sorrow, which by somebody else you notice. And you think you're making it happen, and uh, it's not. It's all, it's all siyat of the shrine. The problem is the afterwards. The problem, I'm not, I'm not talking about when people date. When they date, everyone thinks he knows. God can manipulate things. The problem is afterwards. The idea of understanding that there's a level of uh, there's a level of batach balei bala of avasaylam. There's a level of an ava that has nothing to do with excitement, nothing to do with a, a new relationship. It has to do with being used to the things that are consistent and uh, that, that works straight and uh, it's an Avaida it's an Avaida uh, to, to recognize what's going on very very hard very very difficult and that's the challenge the challenge is afterwards there's another place where such a strange thing happens to a husband and wife that's in the Megillah it's also a big lesson in the Megillah you have here Achishverish is married to Esther Finally, the big day comes, and Esther has a Mishtahayayin, and then the second Mishtahayayin, and finally, you know, she clears her throat, and she says, you know, there's someone else out to kill me and my whole nation, uh, you know. So what does the say? You know, when, when Esther says, they kill me, and they kill my whole nation, kill my people, so what does what the say? Remember what he says? Who's doing that? Like, what are you talking about? I never heard of this. Who's trying to kill a whole nation? What do you need to hear about it? They're hanging up signs. Uh, you know, they have the horses running to 127 Medinas, hanging up signs. So she says, you know, I'm the people that you want to kill out. So he says, what's this all about? That's the first I hear about this. So she says, you know, this Haman. You know, Gemara says she meant to say, you... She's going to say, you, Afishverish, and the Malach came and pointed her hand to Haman. Uh, what do you mean he doesn't know? So again, Mary then know that one of the tools is to feign ignorance. If you do something wrong, you know, like you feign ignorance about it. You know, you agree with her. You just... Yeah, it's also part of the... part of the tools of... Uh, you know, it's only a kasha if you, if you don't have you the experience. How'd you do that? Really? Did that? There's a certain hakara that comes later. That hakara is, uh, is really the really the message of Tavla Mes of Tanduma the Mes of Armalu. The Gemara says is a bini yasei rabishi yasimidish, and that's the message I want to tell you. Not to have a rabba message. Have a rabba message when it's sunny and shining and everybody's happy. You know, it's, it's easy. But when there are bumps, when there's chayshech, the Abbas Eilam, that's what people don't know about. 
that Avas Oilam idea is what uh, is what's missing. The Hakara that it's all part of of the relationship it's uh, it's very much missing. So a couple gets married, and each one has his own ideas of how things should be. Now, of course, since you dated, you know exactly how it's going to be. But then you get married, you live in the same house, and you discover that a lot of things can be done two ways. Now, what do you know? You married a person who does it the opposite way from what you do. Now, things you do both do the same, of course, you don't notice. Because things you do the same, there's no reason to notice. That's, that's why you got married. So when you date, you find out that you're so similar. Now, when you get married, you find out how different you are. And uh, you do things differently. What's Batach Bala I want to tell you what it is. You get married, you find you do things differently. Now, you married a sensible person. So you know, and she knows, that they, you know, yeah, things have to be worked out. Shana uh, especially. You know, working things out. Shana Rishayna lasts... I'm not sure how long it lasts. By me, it's 35 years and counting. You know, the whole shadowy shadow working things out. But, you know, you see a figure, you know, marriage is 50-50. Okay, it's not 50-50. The man has to give it a lot. You know, maybe 60-40. But you win some, you lose some. Men never win some. I want to explain why. I don't mean it facetiously. A man never feels he won. Well, let's say you're driving, and you say we have to make a right. Your wife says we have to make a left. And you're sure that it's a right. Now, I give people marriage advice. If you say right and she says left, do what she says. Mamanafshaf, you win. If she's right, so you're smart enough to listen to her. If she's wrong, so you are wiser. You know, if, she, if, she, if you say right and she says left, I don't mean only driving. I mean, in life, it's always better to listen to her because that way you win no matter what. But let us just say that you're sure and you're right. So you say right, and she says left, and I'm positive it's a right. I've been there, I go there every week. You make a right, and you get there. Do you feel she gave in? Of course not, but she gave in. I know the right way, she doesn't know the right way. A man never feels that his wife gave in, because he's right anyway. Now, when you're going somewhere in a car, it's objective, you're right. You're at your destination. When you live in a house together, there's no right and wrong. So let's say, um, you know, you have a disagreement. What are the important things that uh, newly married uh, disagree about? You know, whether you should buy brand name diapers or cheap diapers, right? Genera, newly, new, new, new parents. Do you, have a, do you have a disagreement? Her family, you know, some families, you go into the store, whatever's most expensive must be the best. And that's what they buy. You met women like that? No, there's such a thing that women have. You go into the store, if you know what to buy, you just figure whatever's most expensive is probably the best. Now, some people figure, well, you, need, you know, it's the diaper goes in the garbage anyway. You know, no one takes pictures. So you might as well buy cheap diapers, you know, the kid ends up clean, you know, what's the big deal? So, so I don't know the shock of the carrier, but uh, so let's say you hold one way, she holds the other way. And she gives in to you. Every man feels she didn't give in. I just told her what makes the most sense. So, it's not that she gave in to me. A man never feels a woman gave in. It's, you know, it's just the whole of life is, 
So it's a very dangerous thing for a person to cry there. So, you know, I'm always giving in, she's not giving in. That's like a terrible feeling. Unless you realize that the whole Ava of Avas Eilam, the whole idea of Batapale Bala, the whole idea of a, of a relationship that sustains ain't Yishayel Abanim. Because he gets married, he wants to set up a family. He wants to meet Hashem to, to, to have generations. And uh, that's, what it's, that's what it's all about. So all these little Narish Kaim, they really matter. They really matter. Chasidim have arranged marriages. We date. Which is better? Each person has to do kafit to know nafsha. You can't take somebody and just tell them how I believe it's better. Each person has to do according to well. But there has to be an understanding that a lot of what you're looking at is fluff. It's, it's, not, it's not what sustains a relationship. What sustains a relationship are the, the reliability, the continued reliability of the person, of any shalalabani. The stability of a person, the consistency of a person. It's worth a lot of points. It's not exciting. Not exciting. Would you rather marry a girl who doesn't go anywhere, she just likes to be home? Or a girl who likes to go to the, to the Alps and, uh, you know, you go out and she tells you she was here and there. So for dating, it's much more exciting to go out with a girl who's been there, who's been in places, you know. When you get married, that's not what marriage is about. You know, marriage is about being satisfied and being consistent. The boring stuff of life. So there are two types of ava. And the sustained ava is the ava asylum. The other is exciting ava. I think even those who say ava asylum by chakras, on Shabbos they say ava ava. Shabbos is ava ava. Comes a Shabbos, comes a yamtif. It's an ava ava. I'll end with a, a quote of a Talmud of this yeshiva who was dating. He's at a yeshiva for a while and he made at least two bar mitzvahs already, so you're not going to identify him. But he had the best line. I don't mean the best line as a joke. I mean, the, he was dating a girl and proposed. And the girl got nervous. And she said to him, you know, he dated eight times, you know, four hours a shot. How do you know you can spend the rest of your life with me? That's putting him on the spot, right? That's his wife for sure. So he asked me, what, what should I have said? I said, you just tell me what you said. You know, what you should have said is, oh, you're so wonderful. You know, you see star. That's not what he said. You know, he said... Chasidim, the parents arrange a shidduch, and they just go get married. Goyim, they think they have to live together two years before they can, they can get married. Look, I'm not a chassid, I dated. But I'm not a guy. A little bit I can leave for the Rabbi Nishalayim, a little bit of betachin I can have. A little bit I leave for the Rabbi Nishalayim. That's such a good answer, it's the truth. It's the truth. All right, with that truth, I leave you. So these are, these are my thoughts of Parshish Chayesara, and I hope uh, I know it's more important for people dating and more important for people married, but it's a Havana. A good Shabbos, everybody.